This is episode number 35 of Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. In today's episode, we will be talking about Epcot's Le Chez de France. Le Chez? Le Chefs. Either way, it's a restaurant located in the France Pavilion. Everything Disney in and out of the house. Hi there, I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you are listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. The podcast. Or you might be watching. The problem might be watching. The video cast. Yeah. The video. The blog. The vlog. Sure. You can find us on your favorite podcast system. If you haven't done so already, subscribe. We'll say it at the end. Let's get into the podcast. They don't want to hear all that blah, blah, blah. They want to hear good stuff. All right. So, we are going to talk about is it Le Chez or Le Chefs? I don't speak French. I do not know. Well, gosh, I, I don't know either. It's the restaurant in France. We're going to call it Le Chefs de France because we're, you know. Chefs de France. Yeah, that. So we ate there recently. And we had gone there a few years ago with a friend of ours. Yep. And it was okay. So we actually were at the... Flower and Garden Festival. Mm -hmm. They do have a lot of kiosks that right. we could have eaten at, but we were really hungry and we were able to get a reservation and we thought it would be nice to sit for some table service. Sure. So we decided we hadn't been there in a long time and we decided we would try it again. Mm -hmm. It is one of two restaurants located in the France Pavilion. Let me rephrase that. It is one of two sit-down restaurants located in the France Pavilion. Right. The other being... Uh, Monsieur Paul, that's right. located behind Le Chef de France. The restaurant we ate in, if you ever go to Epcot and you get a chance to see the gentleman performing the balancing act on the chairs, mm -hmm. he does that right outside of the restaurant. Right. You know, it's right on that corner. Yeah, you can't miss it. It's basically, it's that very, it's, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're coming from the, what do they, what do they call that? entrance the international gateway yeah thank you or if you're coming from international gateway entrance to epcot or if you're coming from canada from that side you have to cross over a bridge and at the bottom of the bridge is basically the france pavilion and the restaurant is right there the monsieur paul is located behind that i think there might also be an ice cream place there but there also is la halle boulangerie and patisserie that's sure. quite, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please pardon all my mispronunciations. Uh, that is a quick service that features French pastries, but they also have soups, salads, sandwiches, along with wine, beer, champagne, and gourmet coffee. Right. So we had plenty of choices, yeah. you know, even if we said, no, we want to eat in France, but we wanted table service. And we should, we should point out that uh, Monsieur Paul is a uh, signature dining restaurant. So it'll be two Disney dining credits. And it's uh, basically rated three dollar signs in in Disney's uh, in Disney's app, so it's it's one of the nicer it's one of the fine dining restaurants in Disney. So right, and the restaurant we ate at is rated two dollar signs, Correct. which basically says it the main courses run fifteen dollars to thirty five dollars right. per adult, and I believe that for the other restaurant, the signature dining, it was either thirty or thirty five dollars and up. 
Well, usually p- signature, signature dining is usually going to be, yeah, 35, 35 to 40 and up. So, uh, and then, you know, the, the regular dining might be 22, $20 up to, you're probably not, you know, some, some restaurants might, might skip that around a little bit, but you know, you're probably not going to spend more than 35, $40 for a main course in a, in a non-signature restaurant. Right. Right. That's the cap typically. Yeah. Uh, this restaurant opened in 1982 and on the Walt Disney World website, it said it accepts some dining plans, but it did not go into details on which dining plans it does accept. You and I have tables in Wonderland, right. which we have talked about in the past, and they do accept tables in Wonderland. So we were able to get our discount with that. We recommend reservations And, (laughs) you know, basically, it's come to the point where almost any table service restaurant inside of Walt Disney World Resort, you are best getting reservations for if you are able. You can always try to do walk-up, but they are not always able to accommodate. You can reserve a table for table service 180 days in advance, call 1-800- or excuse me, not not 1-800-407-WDW-DINE. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy to remember. 407, area code, WDW-DINE. And it does not matter if you are staying on property, off property, for dining reservations. It's a little right. bit different than the FastPass system. Sure. So if you, well, it's a little bit different than the FastPass system, but I believe it's, all, I believe it's also similar. If you have a reservation mm. at 180 days, I believe they'll let you book for your entire stay, not just the first day. You right. don't have to keep on calling back. So in that, they're similar, but it's very different in that you can, anybody can start booking at 180 days. Of course. The restaurant we went to, the menu changes seasonally, mm-hmm. though honestly, it didn't look that different to me, right? From when we went. Well, I think they have some some staples that they're probably ne- never going to change, and then you know well, who knows maybe <laughs> never. I say in quotes. Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's they'll change, but it, it's going to take a lot for them to change. But some of the other, you know, uh, it's probably just like at most most restaurants where you know things change here and there. So now you have the menu open in front of mm-hmm. you, I believe. It has basically options of. Beef, chicken, fish, pasta. Essentially. I mean, it, it has the French flair to it, but whether you're... Well, I mean, almost any restaurant you go to is going to be, is going to boil down to those <laughs> Right, those they're going to have a beef, chicken, <laughs> fish, and a pasta. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's it's all, it's French prepared, so it's not, you know, the the the... The chicken you get here will not taste the same as the chicken you get in Japan, which will not taste the same as the chicken you get in Mexico. So, right, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not exactly the same. Now, I started with an appetizer. I did get the lobster bisque soup, mm-hmm. and that was pretty enjoyable. There were some pretty big pieces of lobster in my soup. Right, I just got the um, Shirley Temple vision in my head. <laughs> Animal crackers in my soup. Sorry. That's that's what I envisioned when I started saying, you know, lobster bisque well, soup. But how would you compare the lobster bisque there to Yachtsman? Uh, the lobster bisque at Yachtsman, though it has less pieces of lobster in it, mm-hmm. was a thicker soup. Right. And I preferred the taste of the lobster bisque at Yachtsman. Right. But this one was basically $9. It was $8.99. Mm-hmm. It did have a lot of lobster in it. Right. 
it was a surprisingly large bowl of soup. Because it was, it, it was deceptively large, too. Right. Deceptive is, is the key word there because it didn't look small. It's not that it looked small, right. but once I started to eat it, I'm eating the soup and eating the soup and I kept eating the soup and eating the soup right. because it was like a, a little cauldron almost. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of soup in that. Sure. So for, it was definitely worth, you know, that's typical for lobster bisques to be around $10, you mm-hmm. know, 8 to $12 for Right. A bowl of soup. So price wise, it was a good value. Um, but I honestly, it's funny because we talk about Yachtsman a lot. It is one of our favorite restaurants. And they have set a high caliber for us. Well, it's not it's not also not fair to compare it because Yachtsman is a signature, but it kind of gives us a benchmark because this is this is not a signature restaurant, but it's on the higher side of normal table service. Right. But good is so. good. Yeah. I mean, you can go to McDonald's and get good fries if right. you like fries. You know, you, sure. you may like McDonald's fries better than fries that you get at an expensive restaurant. Sure. You know, so it, that's why good is good. Right. And it's not that the soup is bad. It's just that I prefer right. the flavor at Yachtsman. Or maybe it's just because I've had it at Yachtsman so often that sure. that's that's what I hold the par for. When we... Shortly after we sat down, we were given bread service, mm-hmm. which is good to note because when we went to Sebastian's Cove Cafe, like the newer restaurant in Caribbean Beach, mm-hmm. Sebastian's, yeah. uh, the bread service there was not included. Right. We we paid separate for that. So we did get bread. And of course, it was French bread. Mm-hmm. It was a little mini loaf of French bread. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, you're, you prefer French bread. Well, it was, it's kind of a mini baguette if you're, but yeah, no, it was, it was delicious because it's fresh. I mean. Right. And that's why I enjoyed it was the fresh part, but I'm right. not, I'm not big on crusty breads mm-hmm. and French bread just by its right. nature is a crusty bread. So it's, you know, I did have a piece and I enjoyed it, but I just didn't eat too much of it because mm-hmm. I don't prefer those breads that cut the roof of my mouth. Plus, I had the soup. You did not get an appetizer, so the bread was your appetizer. Basically. And I'm I'm good with that because I, I love French bread. So. Right. But, but they, they, have, they do have a bunch of other uh, uh, appetizers, escargot, uh, charcuterie plate. Oh, they have a delicatessen? Exactly. Uh, French onion soup. Uh, of course they have French onion soup. It's a French restaurant. Go figure. And the French onion soup, I believe, is made with Gruyere cheese. Uh, what does it say? Yeah, topped with uh, Gruyere. Because uh, French onion soup, obviously. You top it with... Cheese. Well, and a piece of bread underneath it. Uh, lobster bisque. Uh, there's a couple salads. Uh, cheese board. So there's there's a good... They're all very... There's a couple of flatbreads. Some smoked salmon. So... Yeah, there's a nice variety on there. And for my main course, I ordered the grain de macaroni, Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise known as baked macaroni. Right. And that was made with Gruyere cheese. Mm -hmm. That was $18.99. And it is a larger bowl of macaroni and cheese. Oh, no, it's a a big, it's a big bowl (laughs) of mac and cheese. Right. And you had some (laughs) of my mac and cheese. Yeah. And you had the... Uh, I did the uh, uh, grilled tenderloin. So, well, what is it in French? Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna even try that. The filet de beef grill. Yeah, probably pronouncing that wrong. I'm so true. sorry, yeah. but yeah, the the grilled tenderloin. Yeah, uh, 
green beans and a potato gratin with it. So, and it was, the steak was good. Uh, it was prepared right. The, it had the, the peppercorn sauce was a little more gravy-ish than I thought, but I, I didn't object to it. When, yeah, I don't like gravy. Right. So when they brought out your plate and I saw all the gravy all over it, I was like, hmm, yeah, that doesn't look appetizing right. at all to me. Well, but uh, I just thought it was going to be a little bit of sauce. It was like right. the whole meal was submerged in, sure. in sauce. But I did have a piece of that beef and, you know, that it tasted fine. It was, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. But I also did taste your potatoes, which out of everything was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm item at the restaurant you know the potato gratin was right pretty good i did not try the green beans i don't know if you ate any of them or not i had a few i mean they're green beans so yeah th- and those <laughs> i like that they would look like they were prepared dry yes because i'm i prefer if they're going to put stuff on an item right that they say that <laughs> there's stuff on it right you know i used to have that problem at a place i used to work we served green beans and sometimes they would hand them to me covered in um garlic and i'm like i didn't order green beans and garlic it just says green beans on the menu it doesn't say green beans prepared in garlic and that kind of uh bothers me so it it was i was happy that they did not put anything well i mean that's that gets difficult because otherwise then the menu turns into like 10 pages long as they describe everything so right but disney is good anyway because they always ask right are you allergic to anything yeah. Like as soon as you sat sit down, that's one of the first questions they say. Welcome, how are you? Do you have any food allergies? Right. So, always keep in mind if you you know I'm not allergic, but I do not prefer things. So I do try and remember to to tell them off the bat, you know, oh, or or ask them is it served plain. So that was nice that that was served plain. We didn't get a dessert because we did go during flower and garden right the reason we opted to sit at the table service restaurant was because it was the beginning of flower and garden there were a lot of lines at the different areas though our friends were there with us you know we weren't really walking around with them but they were there at the same time Mm -hmm. and they did go to quite a few of the kiosks and said that the lines moved relatively fast well, we've seen that before, too. We've experienced it, too, like at food and wine stuff. Sometimes you get in a line, you'll be like, oh, my God, it's going to be like 30 minutes before I get there. And that's, it's five or ten. So right. sometimes they look deceptively long, but they they move along pretty fast. And, so. and we'll talk about our experience. You know, we did talk in the last episode about pre-Flower and Garden. Now right. that we've been in a future episode, probably our next episode or the one after, we'll probably yeah. talk about what we saw while we were there. Right. Um, but you and I were really hungry. And instead of, you know, going and waiting in line and then, you know, standing at a small table and dining on something, it was nice. Instead of, ha- you know, snacking here and snacking there, right. we were able to sit down and have a full meal. Sure. But we did not get dessert while we were at the restaurant because that gave us the option of trying a dessert when we were walking. Right. around the park which is actually probably kind of stupid on our part because if there's one thing the french do really well it's desserts so don't they have crap isn't that creme brulee french there's a there's a plain just the the one that you want most out of any of them a plain vanilla creme brulee which is exactly what you want you don't want any of the fancy crap just plain but they yeah i mean they have chocolate layer cake with chocolate mousse uh apple tarts there's a cream puff filled with chocolate mousse covered in chocolate sauce with some chocolate ice cream 
That so. would have that probably would have been our favorite part of the meal, but honestly, we thought right. no, we'll, we're going to save room for everything in the festival. <laughs> right, exactly. But maybe one day we'll just make a reservation and go in there just for dessert. Well, the other thing is we're, we're both trying to kind of quasi sort of watch what we're eating and then stuff like that is is very we, we watch it as it goes in our mouth that's how we watch what we eat yeah usually but uh those things are those things are are bad but yeah we we, we should they're and not then, bad and then split they're it. highly caloric <laughs> yeah but you're on vacation so that doesn't count right that's unfortunately how that we go on vacation way too often to use that as an excuse yeah well <laughs> but well ironically we did walk the festival and we did not end up getting anything else from anywhere yeah, that's true. So, you know, it's not, it wasn't all bad. Right. Well, but either way, they do offer a three course meal. I don't think we took a picture of the menu and the price is not online. I did not notice it. No, I don't see the price online. We we decided not to do it because of the, the, the two items we wanted to buy weren't on. One no, of them the, ma- the macaroni and cheese is on the there. The mac and cheese is on there, but then we didn't really want a dessert. So between lobster bisque and the mac and cheese didn't wasn't more than you know it was cheap so right but so basically the, you get a choice of three appetizers of the three appetizers you can you pick one so it's the french onion soup the lobster bisque and then a salad and then for the entree you have a choice of four of the ones on the menu so there's a braised beef linguine uh what's this uh a salmon filet uh roasted chicken and then the mac mac and cheese and then, uh, and then the the dessert you actually get the choice of any of the desserts because the desserts all cost the same. So. Right, but the reason we're bringing it up is just to note: if you do dine there, look at the menu. They do have a prefix menu, right? Of a three course prefix menu, and look at the price of the items and see if it's a better value for you to get the prefix menu or just to order a la carte. Oh, yeah, of course. For us, in this particular case, we ordered a la carte. We think that the last time we went, we might have done the prefix. I think you did the prefix, and then I did, because last time I did the mac and cheese. So I'm much more of a mac and cheese connoisseur than you are. So, uh, Well, and again, Yachtsman has spoiled me on that. This wow, mac and cheese, it wasn't bad. It, it was not bad. Uh, but when we go to Yachtsman... Sorry that we keep on talking about that. They have a truffle mac and cheese. And that truffle oil or truffle salt or truffle flavoring that they add really changes the flavor. So it's a lot more strong of a flavor. Mm -hmm. So I prefer that. And the mac and cheese that I got here wasn't as strongly flavored. So it was not bad at all. It was enjoyable, but it just wasn't my preference. Right. Well, the... It's a. It was a very. I don't know if I'm going to be stereotypical or not, but it was very uh, creamy mac and cheese. So the the actual sauce has a lot of milk and cream in it. So which gave uh, it a very mild flavor, in right. my opinion. The, well, of course, it, it's just an opinion, but, uh, but it was. Uh, I still think it's good. So no, it was fine. It wasn't <laughs> right. like I said. It wasn't bad, but it just you know it wasn't what i prefer and i do like is it gruyere do i keep pronouncing mm-hmm. it i mean that's one of my favorite cheeses that's a right. really flavorful aromatic cheese right. you know without without being a blue cheese or you know one of those moldy cheeses that i don't <laughs> prefer right. um so it was it was an enjoyable experience it's a little bit on the more expensive side you know just again preparation well, you know in knowing in advance how much 
items cost before you go always help or if you're on the dining plan that's fantastic i mean it's restaurants like this that can really help you make use of your dining plan if oh, no, it's accepted uh well i was looking at a list here and there it is on the list so and it's only a single table service so like you said this is this is a place where you go and you get a, a maximum value because it doesn't matter if you order the the, the 36 dollar filet you know you're still it's compared to a 15 dollar hamburger at a some other restaurant somewhere table service restaurant so it's exactly the same so this is and a lot of the restaurants at epcot are like that they're not the because table service kind of runs the gamut so you can have cheaper table service and then you can go all the way up that are almost signature but not quite there yet but and this is one of the ones that is at that end where it's getting close to the signature so Right. It, it can be a little more on the expensive side, but we would definitely recommend trying it if you haven't, if you like French food, they oh, do have, sure. they have a definite, uh, a and good actually, assortment. And it's a good way to experience if you've never had French food, but you're maybe a little afraid to try French food. French food. French food. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a little afraid of trying French food because, you know, oh, you hear about escargot and it's snails or it's frog legs or whatever else, here you can get a taste of French, you know, it's prepared in a quote-unquote French way of, you know, normal food. I mean, they still have escargot in the in the menu, but I mean, you can get a, a chicken breast that's, you know, prepared in a French style. So you can kind of work your way up to going to... Monsieur Paul. Right. And something that we should mention, because we didn't, if you have gone to Epcot, you might have noticed this before. The waiting area to get into this restaurant is outdoors. They don't really have an area right. up front where you can stand and wait for your table. We got very lucky. We made the reservations same day. Mm -hmm. We walked over there, gave them our name, and there was only one party sat before us. And then we right. were sat down. I think, I believe, you know, five minutes before our reservation time or right out our reservation time. So it's not a big deal that the waiting area is outside, but it's just something to be aware of. Right. You know, it, it, it is a covered area. They do have benches to sit on. They actually have a, a large number of benches to sit on. Yeah. And then, and actually that's, that's one of our tricks to get into places at last minute is because our reservation wasn't until almost two o'clock in the afternoon so that's usually after the lunch rush but before the dinner rush so it's usually a little i'm not going to say it's dead because the restaurant actually was you know basically probably 98 percent full at any given time so but that's that's a way that you can sometimes sneak in a reservation you know you, you fire up the app you go look at something at two o'clock and Boom, you go. But of course, that means you have to eat breakfast later and then because, you know, your lunch is going to be late. So but it, it it works quite well. Right. And we also have the advantage that we go so often right. that we never have that. Oh, my God, I have to go to this restaurant on this day. Oh, you know, I have to get in there for us. It's like, oh, can we get in there? Great. We're going to go. Right. We can't get in there. OK, we'll go do something else. It's never hmm. Uh, a deal breaker for us you know right. that's why when our friends come to town and we do have friends coming in august and they're asking for our opinion where do we want to go and we keep on telling them whatever you want to do is fine with us because we could go pretty much anytime right. you know we want to do what you want to do but on that i am getting hungry so i would like to go have dinner talking about food 
Yeah, I'm talking about food for a while. And <laughs> make, makes me kind of hungry. But before we go, thank you again for subscribing. If you have not done so already, please subscribe. Again, you can find us on your favorite podcast system, Google Play, Spotify. Apple uh, iTunes. You name it, we should be there. Yeah. Or as we already mentioned, you can find us on YouTube. All of them, two yeah. grown-ups and a mouse. Please subscribe. Please give us a thumbs up. Please uh, give us your comments. Yes, and if you if you want to send us a message on Facebook, we do respond. I know you guys know that because I've responded to you. Yep. Usually it's me. Sometimes it's Andrew. We like to keep guessing. Uh-huh. And we love to hear from you. So again, Two Grownups and a Mouse pretty much everywhere or yep. our website, twogrownupsandamouse.com. So on that, I'm going to go make dinner and say good evening. Good night. Well, it is night, but it might not be night everywhere. So maybe good morning. Good afternoon. Or just goodbye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>